What's going on guys, Billy Alvaro. Welcome back to another episode of Unstoppable Real Estate Investing. Well, today I have on the one and only Chris Arnold who lives full-time in Tulum while runs his company from there virtually in Texas. Did over 2,500 real estate transactions in the last 15 years. The guy is a stud, the guy knows what he's doing and the value he's gonna bring to you today on this episode is he's gonna teach you and show you how he drives in his business 50% of the business that he drives in from marketing over the radio. He has it dialed in in such a way where it's scientific. He has a way that he can go out to these radio stations and literally negotiate 50 cents on the dollar to get marketing on the radio. And he's going to show you how on this episode of Unstoppable REI Wealth. Get a pen and a piece of paper and get ready to start soaking up the knowledge. Welcome to Unstoppable Real Estate Investing Wealth. My name is Billy Alvaro, a.k.a. the Unstoppable VA, former billion-dollar mortgage banker, gone bankrupt, turned professional real estate investor, where each week you'll learn the tools, strategies, systems, and secrets myself and other highly successful real estate investing entrepreneurs use to start, grow, and scale their businesses, creating massive profits, and how you can too. And we'll teach you how to put those profits to work so you no longer have to. Get ready to finally experience financial freedom and generational wealth. Now let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. This is Billy Alvaro, the Unstoppable BA, and this is Unstoppable REI Investing. And I'm here today with a special friend, Chris Arnold. Known this guy for a couple of years. I'm going to go into Chris in a second. As you can see, he has a handsome face. This guy is like mind, body, soul, spirit, business. He has it dialed in. If you want to get any information about today's podcast and stuff that you could learn to start, grow, and scale your business, go to billysecrets.com. Everything we're talking about today and in my past podcast episodes are going to be on billysecrets.com. So today, without any further ado, Chris Arnold, who is living in Mexico full-time, running a real estate investment company and brokerage company in Dallas, Fort Worth. Is that correct, Chris? That's right, man. You nailed it. And this guy, I'm in one of his masterminds, which, by the way, killer mastermind. It's a brotherhood called The Multipliers. We meet in Tulum once a year. Killer, killer place for a bunch of high-performing individuals to go. Without any further ado, Chris Otto, welcome to today's episode, my man. My man, hanging out with you, you know we're going to have a good time. It's going to be high energy and we're going to have some value. So that's one thing about you and I, man. We're high energy when we get together. No doubt, brother. So listen, just give us, I want this podcast to be all about value. It's all about with with the people listening, giving them value in regards to the tools, the tips, the tricks, strategies, secrets that I've used or my guests have used to really get themselves to the next level. And there's a couple of, you could bring so much value to this conversation, but we only have a half an hour. There's one thing I want to focus on with you. Maybe two if we can get to it. The one thing you have that's absolutely killing it in the business for yourself and for other entrepreneurs out there is the way in which you're driving in business. Like you have a, it's not a unique way, but it's unique to you because you've really dialed it in and figured out how to actually get radio to work for your business to drive in quality leads. Now, I might be mistaken if I'm saying this, but like, is it 80 or 90% or greater of the leads that you're doing, the business you're doing coming from radio, or do you have a mix of, of marketing that you do it. Yeah, I have a mix of marketing, but I would definitely say that over half of the transactions we do come from radio. And you said it best. Uh, radio is not new, but I like to call radio the marketing channel 
that everyone knows about, but literally nobody's using. Everyone has completely overlooked this channel, which we're going to talk about. So why do you think people overlooked it? Because listen, I'm going to be honest. I tried it a few years back and I think I actually consulted with you prior to you actually doing this. And I'm like, I can't get it dialed in. So how, what do you do that's different from the competition out there that's making radio work for you? Yeah. So you kind of asked two questions there. So let's break that apart. Why do people overlook it? I tell you a couple things that I see. Number one, people confuse themselves as their demographic. So Billy, you and I, we stream music. We probably have Spotify, right? Like I do or Pandora, whatever it is. But the challenge is that our demographic in the U.S., the people that all of us is fix and flip, wholesale, whatever your end game is, we are buying properties primarily from the demographic of over the age of 50. People over the age of 50 really don't stream music. Right. They still get into the car and they turn on the radio because that's the way we're raised. And then it's like, oh, my gosh, the very people that I want to get in front of is the best way to be able to do that is radio because that's what they do. The other reason that it's overlooked is people automatically assume that it's not affordable. So if I ask most people, you know, how much you think it's going to cost monthly budget to do radio, they're going to say eh, probably around 10,000. We've helped people set this up all over the U.S. at this point. I'm talking east to west coast. And the average budget that I see for our students that are running radio is $1,000 to $2,000 a month. And that's to be wow. on a radio station advertising 100 times per month. And so all of a sudden, I just connect those two dots and people are off to the races mentally because they're like, you're right. This gets me in front of the exact person I need to be in front of. And yeah. if I knew... I can afford a thousand to two thousand. I'm probably spending more of that on direct mail, and so that's why it's overlooked. Now, your second question, though, is, you know, what are people doing wrong? I'll tell you exactly what it is. The process, Billy, that people go through to advertise on radio looks like this. Hey, I'm going to reach out to a local rep in my area that's on a station that I think might be good for me, and I'm going to ask them for a media packet, or they're just going to send me one whether I ask for it or not. Right. And you're going to look at that media packet, and you're going to feel great if you can negotiate you know, 5%, 10% below what they're offering you. But in your mind, you know no difference. It's like going to a real estate agent to buy uh, a discounted property at 60 to 70 cents on a dollar. They're just going to sell you retail because that's all they know to do because most of America pays retail for their properties. We don't do that. So our process is different. We go in and we pull data that exists on this station that tells us everything, Billy. It tells us how many people over the age of 50 listen, how many people as a whole listen to this station. It'll tell us how many own versus rent. Uh, median average income per household. It's amazing. All this data exists. And here's the difference. We go to the station, prep with that data, we lay it in front of them, and then we tell them what we're going to pay for that station. And bottom line is we're paying about 25 to 50 cents on the dollar from what everyone else around the U.S. pays for the radio that goes the traditional route. That's no shit, dude. That's, that's incredible. So with your with your program, do you train the students on how to do this or is it like a done for you service? We train them how to do it. The only thing our students have to do is go in and negotiate, but we pull the reports, we prep them on the negotiation, we help them choose their station, tell them the price it was to negotiate. So the student just has to go in and execute on the negotiation because 
we want them to build the relationship with the rep because long term, you know, years down the road, they might not need us and they don't want us to be the person that's holding up the process because we're the middleman. So right. we prep them and then they get in and they knock it out. And it's amazing. Our students come back and they're like, man, they're literally, this is not an exaggeration, four, five, six times higher, Chris, than where we need to be. And I go, that's the game they play every time yeah. and then through the process. And you can imagine how much they celebrate when they were starting at $50 for a 60 second spot. And then we get them all the way down to $10. Our students are like, you gotta be kidding me. And this is why it's so profitable to run radio because we're buying at such a discounted price. Tremendous discount. Have you, um, so you're doing this nationally with your students, every state, every state. Absolutely. Big metro areas, small suburbs. Like it's, it's a mix of all of it. There's three markets that exist from a radio standpoint, large markets, which you might consider like Dallas where I'm at Phoenix you have your mid-sized markets and then you have your small markets. And so we have helped students go into all three of those markets, depending on where they live, or maybe they want a virtual wholesale or whatever there is virtually. And have you gone in, I'm sure you have, have you tested the 60 second spots for 30 seconds? A hundred percent. It's 60 all day long. 60 so seconds. The reason why is when you're hopping on a station for the first time, you're dealing with an audience that's not heard this message. If you've ever gone on and tried to time yourself talking in 30 seconds, Hard. it's fast. It's super fast, faster than you think. So we always tell our students, you're going to start with 60s to make sure that you're effectively and clearly communicating this ad uh, to our target audience. Now, once you're on there for, let's say, a year and they know it, you can drop down to a 30 and begin to save a little money because they know it. But here's a key point. This is great. This is not list dependent. So here's the problem. Everyone's talking about oversaturation and competition on yeah. marketing channels. Here's the thing. People think you're fighting over cold calling or RVMing or direct mail, whatever. That's not what everyone's fighting over. Everyone's fighting over who has the best list. The method at which you go after that list may vary, but it doesn't matter if I'm RVMing and you're texting, but Billy, we're going after the same list. We're still competing. Yeah, we're doing two separate methodologies. The great thing about radio is it's not list dependent. So we are hitting people that have not heard this advertisement through the other. Again, I call them spam artist ways to generate deals. So when we go out from a competition standpoint, a lot of times I would say most of the time it's just us on the appointment. We're not going against four or five other wholesalers, which means that we get an average uh, profit per deal that's bigger on radio than any other marketing channel we have. Because there's less competition, less people are not having to get, you know, bumped down to beat out another wholesaler or fix. Sure. Have you done an analysis, Chris? Because I know this, you're casting a big net, right, on the radio. You don't know exactly who you're speaking to. I mean, you're breaking it down by the 50 plus and they're into certain things, but you don't necessarily know who's hearing that message at, the, at that particular time. Uh, actually not. Really? So tell me. Because, again, once I say it, this is what we do is we focus on the genre of station that people over the age of 50 listen to. So here's the bottom line. If you choose, let's say, oldies, I'm sorry, but you're not going to pull in people that are 25, 30 years old that listen to Taylor Swift. So it's right. not a spray and pray model. We are actually getting in front of primarily the audience we want to cut. People normally do not break their behavioral habits of the genre of music they listen to. 
we sure. listen to what we were raised with. And so that's what's great on these stations is we're actually pretty honed into exactly who we want to be in front of. We're not hitting a bunch of people that don't want our message because they don't listen to that type of music anyway. Got it. But you don't necessarily know if those people listening are homeowners and not homeowners. You're just you're casting a net, but it's to yeah, the right. So based on the uh, so we'll know that like 70 percent own homes that are listening. Yep. We actually know that data. But keep going. Yep, I love it. I, I love it. And so what is your data? If somebody was to call you up and say, Chris, listen, I want to I want to engage your company. I want you to assist me and coach me with doing this radio. And I'm in, you know, a, a small, a small area in Florida. Pick Pick an area anywhere. What should they expect? They can expect to spend about a thousand to two thousand. From that investment, do you have stats on how many calls average you're getting? I, mean, I know you do. <laughs> so, so let me back up a step because I think this is important. Here's the great thing about radio: when you go live, you literally start getting calls within the first week to two weeks. So this is not like cold calling where you got to build up a list and put things in a follow-up and try to convert around, let's say the three to probably six month mark. Leads are coming in immediately. And most of our students, minus the outliers, will execute contracts within the first 60 days, which is awesome. A lot of times multiple contracts in the first 60 days. So this is quick. We measure everything based on dollar per dollar return. Again, cost per lead, cost per acquisition, all of that stuff can shift. But what matters is what comes out that bottom uh, back. And if you're new to real estate, let me explain dollar per dollar. It just means that for every dollar you spend on marketing, how many dollars come back to you? And yep. that's your most important KPI or metric. So yep. with radio, it is a consistent three to four dollar return which means that we are tripling to quadrupling our sure. investment in radio. And I see this across the board, city to city, state to state. Yeah. And it's, here's the other thing. It's not a roller coaster like direct mail and other things that a lot of times we feel like one month it's high and one month it's low. Radio yeah. is nice. And that's why it's the only uh, advertisement that I've done for 10 years. Everything else I've gone in and out of because of the roller coaster ride or ups and downs or competition. Radio has been consistent for 10 years. So consistent three to four times the money over the last couple of years. You've been seeing it. 10 years. That's a good return. That, that's a solid, solid return. Solid return. And again, I'm not exaggerating coming. Well, you can get an eight dollar, you know, eight return. You hear a lot of stuff. This is a consistent three to four. And if you talk to any financial person or a CFO, if you're tripling to quadrupling your marketing dollars, that's a very sweet spot to be in. Yeah. So in simple terms, guys, if you're out there and you could afford to put in $5,000 a month into radio, you're looking at getting back, you know, $15,000, $20,000 return, which is a very, very good return on a monthly basis. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's like, how much money could you spend to get the phone to ring? <laughs> that's another way, right? Absolutely. That's why we're on seven stations. <laughs> so. so is that, and that's, so you're in seven stations. So talk to us now about how you go about tracking the effectiveness of each of the stations. Are you using one telephone number or different numbers for each station? Yeah, great question. So the way this practically works is that you want to put a unique phone number on each radio station. And that allows whatever CRM system you utilize, like we use RE Simply, which we love, um, that will come and it will track automatically into your uh, system what actually uh, is coming in as a lead call from what station. And so then we know exactly what the return is on each station that we're utilizing. So it's automated tracking. It's automated. It's incredible. And it's turkey. So now I'm a student. I come to you. I engage. I'm like, Chris, listen, I love the radio thing. I want to test it. 
I'm hot for this market. What does the process look like for me to engage you? And how, what does that, what's that time frame look like? So the process and the time frame. Uh, process again. If you're just talking about the overall process, we have to just make sure that your market's open. One of the best things I decided to do on radio is again, I'm a guy that's been in the game for 15 years, so I hate when great ideas come out and then everyone jumps on that bandwagon and then it's spoiled, right? And again, nobody wins long term on that. So we preserve radio by limiting the amount of people that we do per market, so we have exclusivity. Smart. So thing you've got to do is get in and see if your market is even open. And then that allows us to long-term continue to help that student grow their radio. Because again, radio is a long-term play. So you might start with one station, but then we're going to challenge you to go to two and three and grow this thing and get more sophisticated with it. Absolutely. I love it, brother. I love it. And, and so on, besides radio, what other marketing channels are you personally utilizing that you're seeing a return on? Yeah. So we stick to four, again, talk to me year after year, kind of where we're at. Radio is always consistent. The other three places that we put our money is uh, direct mail. We do a sniper approach now. Back in the day, I used to do like a hundred thousand pieces a month. Yeah, now sniper, again, I think a lot of people have gone that route. Um, obviously digital marketing being pay-per-click SEO type stuff. Um, and then we also do some paper lead with companies like, you know, fast home offers, need to sell my house fast, those type, et cetera, particularly with COVID because it's a guaranteed uh, lead volume coming in because you pay for a lead and you get a lead. I love it, brother. So listen, if you're out there and you want to get involved with radio, Chris is putting together a special package for everybody. You can go to billysecrets.com on there. Look for this episode, Chris Arnold. There's going to be a link. You can click that link, go right over to Chris's site. Everything's going to be disclosed to you of what it is, what it's entailed. Chris, what did the investment look like for them to get involved with something like this? Oh, you're talking about to come in, like the cost of the program? Yeah. Yeah, it's just 5K, which, again, you know, we, we, we sell primarily. It's interesting. We have two types of students, those that are new and those that are advanced. Those I give to this advanced or off to the races, they go to like seven to literally 15 stations in the first year. Nice. What I have found for the new students, right, is we have to kind of put it in a price that they can come in and works for them. Because literally, this is actually more new students picking this up. And I'll tell you the three reasons why, if you're new. Number one, if you're listening and you're new, you're probably working a nine to five or you're super busy trying to launch a business. The last thing you want to do is launch a marketing channel that becomes another job for you. So we define radio as set it and forget it. This is the most automated marketing channel that you can set up versus direct mail, which is, again, we know it's just an absolute pain in the ass, right? Yep. So people that are new love that because they're, they don't want to do the outbound stuff, which requires a lot of time. Plus you get celebrity status and instant credibility. So if I'm new to a market and I'm like in, let's just say Phoenix, because everyone knows that's competitive and I'm going up against the big boys and I'm new, I feel like I don't have a chance. But if you advertise on radio, you go instantly to their level of credibility because here's what people assume. If you're advertising on the radio, you must be an expert. You must have been in the business for years because only people that are experts advertise on the radio. So bam, you hop up, you get celebrity yep. status, instant credibility. And so it works really well for new people. Yep, instantaneously. I love it. That's one of the reasons why we, we had the radio show for that one reason, credibility. As soon as you're on, you have your own radio show with the commercials, you're instantaneously put that level like this guy's an expert. He knows what he's doing. I have to talk to him versus the competition. So yeah, I love absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right. I want so so the investment's five thousand dollars. There's no ongoing fees after that. It's a one-time shot. 
that's it. We do have an ongoing program if people want to stick around for additional coaching, but that's optional. So. so, you know, I'm not blowing smoke. I've known Chris for a long time. I know the quality of individual that you are, brother, because I've been in, with your mastermind now for what, four years going on? I can't believe And I'm going to miss it this year because I'm going to be in Puerto Rico for a month. Which I'm bummed about missing it, but I'm excited that I'm going to be. Right, hey, Puerto Rico for a month's a cool thing too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can vouch. So, listen, Chris and his company, his organization, what he puts out. This is no hype. The guy's a producer. The stuff that he puts out works. I'm having him on the show for a reason because I know that if anybody out there wants to get into the business and scale, or is in, is wanting to get started and start, like you said, radio is one of the best ways to do it. I can vouch because I've been doing it in Long Island for a while. It works. Um, the credibility status is there. So definitely hit Chris up. Go to the website, billysecrets.com. Check it out there. Chris, I wanted to pick your brain also because you have been living in Tulum now for four or five years. You've been running your business virtually, a brokerage company and a real estate investments com a company from Tulum. Let's just talk about that. Like this is would dive for like maybe five, 10 minutes on what, how did you, because I'm basically going to Puerto Rico, the model what you're doing. I want to live in Puerto Rico. lifestyle. Go to the Caribbean, man. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, bro. So what does it look like, your business model? You're 100% virtual? You have no solid office? No, no brick and mortar at all. No brick and mortar. So what is your structure of your company? How many virtual employees do you have and where are they located at? Uh, man, they're located all over the U.S. Our team, I think, I, you start to lose count. I think we're somewhere around, including salespeople, let's say 15-ish, somewhere 15 there. 15-ish. And that includes real estate investors and the brokerage side? No, no, no. That's just the investment side. On the so investment. Acquisition managers, I call the salespeople, and then all of the support staff uh, that cover that. So how do you keep track of what's going on in your business with you not having an office to have regular meetings, sitting in? Like, How do you keep track of what's going on with your staff, your sales? Talk to me about that. There's only three things I've come to realize that you need to run a company and this will allow you to run multiple companies, which I now do. Right. So I realized three things will literally show me everything that's going on internally within a company. Number one is I need to know the metrics. Right. That's the first M. And I have a nice KPI dashboard for every company I have. If something is going wrong, it will show itself within the actual metrics. If you've set up your KPI dashboard to tell you a story from beginning to end. So I keep my eye on the KPI dashboard. Number two is the money. I've got a CFO that, you know, manages and runs reports and creates different financial models for me. So I am viewing that, you know, with my companies on a monthly basis. So if there's a problem, it will also come out through the financials and the money. Right. Yep. And, and number three are the rocks. Again, we run uh, EOS process in traction or also known as scaling up if you go that route. Yep. But if I know what the priorities are for every 90 days and I'm good. So that's all I do. I watch the metrics. I watch the money and I watch the, the quarterly priorities and rocks. And if there is a problem, what I have found is they will almost always rear its head in one of those three places and I'll see it. And that means then I don't have to keep up with all the details going on inside. I love that, brother. And I'm so in tune with the KPI dashboards. We got ours set up about three and a half, four years ago. It's life changing because it really does tell the story. It, it shows you like, are my lead, is my lead generation working or not working? Are my guys in the field converting the way they should? Because all of a sudden you've seen a dip. And it quickly allows you to identify 
where the problem is. I call it my, it, it's, it's like a little report that you can say your exception report. Here's the exception, dive in deep to figure out what the hell is going on instead of you having to micromanage the whole thing. So I love it, brother. How many businesses are you running right now? From I have three, I have three separate companies. Three separate companies. You have the brokerage company, the investment company, and then the well, coaching. The brokerage investment has actually been merged together. So that's one company. I merged those two together. Uh, then obviously I have Multipliers Brotherhood, talking about that you're part of. Yeah. Uh, and then I run a education company as well, which is what kind of like REI Radio is under, et cetera. So those are three separate entities. So let, let's talk Let's talk for two minutes on, on newbies. What KPIs should a newbie be looking at in the investment business? Yeah, uh, man, they really got to focus on the marketing side. Again, let me step back. <laughs> You hear this all the time, and I just want to continue to emphasis, emphasize it. You become in and you're new. And the mistake that I see people make is they put off tracking KPIs until they feel like they're more advanced. It is a habit that you've got to start from the very beginning. And my recommendation is keep it simple. There are hundreds of KPIs to track within your company, but the KPIs that you really want to focus on are around the marketing side. And again, stick with the basis. What is your cost per lead? You know, what is your cost per acquisition? You know, what is your dollar per dollar return? Just kind of some of that basic stuff. And again, in the beginning, if you want to throw that into a simple Excel sheet, then do that. And then you can advance on to, you know, something like Clipfolio or REI Simply as a dashboard. But the other thing I challenge people on is this. In the beginning, at least put a unique URL and phone number on everything you're doing and run that into a call capture system like CallRel or CRM. So at least that data is being tracked. And let's say then at least, you know, you can go back to it, uh, you know, six months from now, and then that data can be sorted out and organized, but at least put some automation into place to start tracking those KPIs. If you don't, then you're going to be lost trying to go back six months and figure out what yeah. happened in your business. So Yeah, yeah. The, the number one thing people have to get right from the beginning is tracking the KPIs, even if it's a simple spreadsheet. But I'm with you, bro. If you could have it automated, and with technology these days, it's not difficult to get a virtual number, tie it into a, a Podio or a CRM, and have it automatically track and calculate how many calls, course per call, how many were converted over. Like If that's done in the beginning, you spend just a little bit of time and money doing that, your business, when you start learning it, is going to be able to scale like quickly because of the numbers and the data that you have inside, right? Yeah, absolutely. Bro, look, I uh, I know it's um, we have a lot going on. You have been gracious with your time today. I want you to tell the people that are on this call, where can they find you, social media? Like, put it out there, brother. If they want to join yeah, you. Absolutely. Best place for, you know, value, free, all that type of stuff. I know particularly if you're new, you're always – trying to manage expenses and get as much free stuff as you can. So I encourage people to do that. That's what I did. But you can go to my YouTube and subscribe at Chris Arnold Real Estate, and that'll give you everything you need in the sense of value and kind of what we're working on and what we can provide you. Good, brother. And again, anybody who wants to know about Chris, everything that we offer, go to BillySecrets.com. I'm Billy Alvaro. This is Chris Arnold. This has been another episode of Unstoppable Real Estate Investing Wealth. Thank you so much, guys. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Unstoppable Real Estate Investing Wealth. My mission is to give you, my listeners, the blueprint for success, the insider secrets for starting, growing, and scaling your real estate investing business so you can experience and live the unstoppable lifestyle. I've made it simple for you. To catapult yourself to success, 
go to billyssecrets.com. That's B-I-L-L-Y-S secrets.com. There you will find every single tool, tip, trick, strategy, system, and secret used to make millions of dollars as a real estate investor. Everything my team uses and my guests use all in one place for you to tap into so you can start, grow, and scale your real estate investing business. I really hope you implement what you're learning. I hope you utilize these tools, tips, tricks, strategies, and secrets, and I hope to see you on the next episode. God bless. Bye-bye.